Alrighty here. Three, two. Well, welcome back to our next edition of What's Up America with Mike Kerr, as always proudly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, in the general Orlando, Central Florida area, USA, planet Earth. My uh, guest today is Louis A. Jo Josephson, who is a published and award-winning ASCAP composer from Central New Jersey, who is currently attending Juilliard. And uh, Louis, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could join me today. We know that you compose a lot of music for a lot of different things, and we'd be here all day if we we, li we listed all of them, so we'll have you do, do that. But we understand that you're now a student at Juilliard, and you create all this, this great music. But tell us a little bit about your background and where your love and passion for composing comes from. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Um, yeah, so I started composing at a very, very young age. Um, I started, I guess you could say I started composing before, like, I knew that I was, like, actually composing. Um, I've always been a very musically oriented person. Um, my, my parents tell me that I started, um, with music before, like, speaking you know, reading and writing English, um, that I learned English through music, through the contour of, of speech and through, you know, rhythmic patterns with words. Um, so I've always been very music oriented. Um, my grandmother, um, may she rest in peace, um, was, um, an opera singer. She was very good friends with Beverly Stills. Um, and, she, her side of the family was very musical. Um, my father's side of his family was not so musical. Um, however, they, um, they provided different, um, different traits and elements that definitely incorporated in my, in my musical world. Um, I, I started composing, um, when I was young, I started playing the piano and singing, um, I started taking formal composition lessons at the age of six. Um, I, I took, com I, I studied with one teacher, um, and we, um, we focused on songwriting. That was my first, um, medium of composition, um, where I, I learned a lot about, you know, writing songs and performing my own music. Um, and then as I got older, I became more, um, involved in different ensembles um in uh, in fourth grade um i was in the school chorus um so then i started writing more vocal music and and choral music um and then i i won a a small local competition um in the within the you know the jewish community um for a choral piece and that definitely opened my eyes like you know it was so exciting to hear my piece performed by this, you know, this big choir. Um, and I think that that sort of like inspired me to just keep going. Um, not that I ever had any doubts to stop or anything, but that just like reminded me like, this is, this is awesome. You know, having other people perform my music. Um, then fifth grade, I joined, um, the school band. Um, and that made me want to write music for bands. Um, 
And then I, um, summer of fifth grade, I went to a sleepaway camp, Long Lake Camp for the Arts, which is in Long Lake, New York. Um, and I was cast in my first musical. I was in Elton John's Aida, um, which coincidentally, you know, I was, um, I mean, my, my first, um, like, uh, inspiration music wise was classic rock artists such as Billy Joel and Elton John. Um, and you know, I got these through my father, always listening to this music in the car. Um, and then when I was cast in a musical by Elton John, I just thought that was like the craziest thing. Um, so then I wrote my first musical, um, Something I would not <laughs> show you for this phone interview, but it definitely was, um, you know, a lot of fun to write when I was young. Um, and then in middle school, I continued playing in ensembles. Um, I um, then was introduced to um, a uh, the Westminster Conservatory of Music in Princeton, um, New Jersey. Um, and there I was exposed to classical music, um, Beethoven, Brahms, Mozart. Um, it was actually after studying Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in my history class that I wrote my first orchestra piece. Um, and from there, I continued composition studies. Um, I was at Westminster for a few years. Um, and then in 10th grade of high school um, was my last year at Westminster Conservatory. I completed all my requirements, so I decided to have a senior recital uh, in 10th grade. Um, so I put together a recital of a few of my pieces. Um, I had, um, chamber pieces. I had a choir piece, um, actually the same, the same choir piece, um, that I wrote in fifth grade. Um, I thought it would be interesting to, to bring that piece back for this, uh, for this recital. Um, I performed a piece of my own, um, couple pieces actually. I conducted a few things. Um, and after that, you know, that, 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 um, definitely enhanced my, uh, my love for, you know, working with other musicians and rehearsing and, and organizing concerts and, you know, um, and then after that, I, um, became more exposed to conducting. I conducted ensembles at my school, performing my own works. I, um, I conducted um I conducted a piece of mine um in Salzburg and Prague on our um our Europe tour for school. Um and then uh senior year of high school I um went to Juilliard pre college division um and it was a very great year. I learned a lot about composition and music in general. Um, and I had such talented Juilliard musicians at my fingertips to write music for them. Um, and then, uh, senior year, that's, that summer, um, my musical Relapse, the musical was performed at, um, the New Jersey Fringe Festival. Um, and then I was accepted into Juilliard and, you know, I've been there ever since. So here I am. Oh, that that's that's really something. Uh, 
Lewis, yeah, great, great story. So, you know, we talked about, we want to make clear that you do so many different uh, genres and varieties of music. However, the classical music uh, does kind of catch my eye. And I know, how big of a part do you think the classic, I mean, some of the songs that we're featuring, one of them, I think, is a classical song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well... I sort I guess you could say it's super important to me because I sort of like all the music I write I see through a classical lens now um, even if it's the furthest thing from um, you know I, I think classical music is definitely my favorite genre of music um, but I also love writing for musical theater and writing um, for, for jazz ensembles I, I um, I don't know if this will be played later. I sent you a piece for Big Band, which I recorded virtually this year. Um, but I definitely see everything, you know, with a classical, having a classical foundation and, and influence for sure. Okay, uh, Lewis. So now the question is: we wanna, we wanna, we wanna know how do you go about? Right, you know, composing a song. I mean, we we know we talk to songwriters, we you know, singer songwriters, and we 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 know their process. But I mean, for what you do, where does it all start? Does it start with a, a melody, and then you you write down notes, or? Um. Yeah. Well, it really depends. Um. If if I'm giving uh if I'm given lyrics to work with, um, I will usually sit down at the piano and see what comes out first, um, looking at the lyrics, like the first couple lines usually get me going. Um, and from there, I'll take a look at the lyrics. I'm saying I'll try to find a structure. Maybe there's like a, a verse chorus structure. Uh, maybe there's a bridge. Um, maybe I'll need to reorder some things. Um, after that, I usually, um, will come up with like a chord progression or, um, some sort of harmonic sonority on the piano, um, you know, a key, or if it's not so much in a key, you know, as I said, a, like a sonority, like what kind of tone um, will it give? For a piece that doesn't have words, you know, it's a whole different game because I don't have a starting point. So I really have to create my own starting point. Um, and that usually starts with a melodic theme, um, and for me, um, I think the most important part of music is, you know, what is the audience going to hum or will they be humming after listening to your piece? You know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of music out there, um, <clears throat> that focuses less on theme and, and more on other things, um, and I think a lot can be taking, taken from that kind of music. But for me, um, I like to focus a lot on theme and, and how to develop the theme throughout the piece. Um, after that, um, I may think about the length of the piece, um, how many movements, um, how will I develop the material, um, the form of the piece. You know, will the, will the piece open with a big bang? Um, and then will the middle section kind of dwindle down, be softer, a more lyrical um, rendition of the theme, and then will it recapitulate? 
um, back up again. Um, so that's something I definitely think about. Um, the other, the other approach I like to take, um, is something called, um, the sandbox method. And this is something that my teacher at Juilliard introduced me to, um, where I'll have a vision for the piece, but I'll just write what's on my mind. I'll just write like little snippets of the piece. And then from there I'll, I'll say, okay, what's going on here? Um, is this suggesting some type of form? You know, I have four measures um, of this and four measures of this. How can I connect these ideas? So it's a lot of, it's a lot of planning, you know. Um, a lot of the pieces that I write, um, when I come up with a, with a melodic idea, I typically don't actually, like, write the piece right away, or at least now. Um, I used to do that um, because it used to come to me more naturally, but now I really like to think things through a lot more. Um, a lot of the time, a lot of the pieces that I write, um, I'll use materials that I've sketched like months prior, you know? Um, and I think it just allows for like a fresher approach, you know, it, it could be, it could be slightly crippling to, um, to start writing on a piece, working on a piece like right away. Like as soon as I come up with an idea, um, when, when I do that, I, I'm bound to hit a block um, because the idea looks bigger in my head than it actually is. Um, yeah, those, those are just a few examples. I mean, it's never the same. It, it always depends on what I'm doing. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I think, like, my the, the common denominator of all of my processes are just, like, giving it time and putting things away for a while and then coming back to it with a fresh eye and a fresh ear. Okay, uh, Lewis. So we want to talk about uh, some of these nice songs our audience has been listening to, and you can tell us a little bit about you know where, where they're from and maybe the inspiration. Sure. So first we have here is Brownstone. Could you tell us about this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am currently living in a brownstone in New York City. So this piece is about my brownstone. Um apartment and this piece is written for big band um five saxophones four trumpets four trombones and rhythm section um and the piece was recorded virtually um where i sent out a a, a click track for these musicians to follow um and they all recorded them you know playing their parts um and i mixed it I mixed it together. Um, but this piece has a, uh, it has like a Latin popular vibe to it. Um, and the piece explores, you know, the different colors of the big band. Um, I try to develop the theme, um, in many different ways that I can while keeping, um, the momentum, uh, going um and the piece reminds me of my brownstone i started writing a piece before before it was called brownstone um but for some reason it reminded me of of, of my apartment i'm not really sure why i can't put it to words but you know maybe maybe um when we when we play the piece um it'll you know the, the music may speak for itself um 
it's just something that I kept in the back of my mind as I was working on the piece. Okay, and another song we have here is, now it's Shattered Brain. Can you tell us about this one? Shattered Brain, yeah. So Shattered Brain is from uh, my musical, Relapse the Musical. Um, and the song is about, well, Relapse the Musical um, is a musical about uh, mental health, and it's about um, four patients in a psych ward, a doctor and a nurse. Um, and this specific song is about a schizophrenic patient, 16-year-old um, young girl who's, um, who's given uh, uh, EZT shock uh, therapy. Um, and this song takes place after, um, after the therapy. So she's a little traumatized. She's having trouble remembering her name. And she's being told, you know, can you count to 10 for me? Can you draw a circle? Um, you know, that's, those are things that she's being asked to do. Um, the same way, you know, when you're in a hospital, the doctor or nurse may be like, can you tell me what day it is? You know, who's our president? Just to make sure your memory is okay. And she's kind of freaking out because she feels very foggy. And she, you know, there's a line that says, and things like my name um, slowly give me pause. Um, so, so that song that song is about um, is about her and her struggling with that. Okay, and now let's see here if I get this right. The J.M. Quartet Number One, Two, Peaceful and Flowing is that it? Yeah. So. Um, that's the second movement of my clarinet quartet. Um, that was performed, uh, at Juilliard last year. Um, the piece was written for my friends. Um, so this is the second movement. Um, and each movement has like a different, each movement is about like a different element of our friendship. Um, the second movement is, it's just about like just the nights where we just hang out and just talk and there's no, no issues or anything. Um, cause you know, the five of us, um, we have a very exciting friendship, you know, a lot going on, a lot of arguments, a lot of good and bad. Um, but the second movement, um, is really just about just the nice and subtle moments. Oh, okay. So yeah, those are you know some some uh, great songs there. So Lewis, yeah, we're talking that you do such a variety of uh, mu music. I mean, do you do just about everything except country and rap, or do you you do country and rap? Um, I have actually worked on a, a rap album. Um, it's I don't think it was ever like produced or anything, but I've. I've helped produce things for friends. Um, I've never done anything country. I have one song uh, in a musical that I'm working on now that's an homage to country music. Um, but my friend who is from Kentucky tells me that it's actually not very country. So <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but the song, um, yeah. So I guess I guess you could say I have some exposure to rap and country, but definitely not as much as the other stuff. 
And and what what about like uh, polka music or, or or stuff? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe not polka music, but definitely in lots of um, classical pieces. Um, uh, you know, of Brahms um, or Mendelssohn. You know, they they may have influences of, of different cultures. Um, and I guess vicariously, uh, that influenced me. Um, I, I am writing a musical now called Delhinov. Um, the title is going to change probably. Um, but there's a lot of klezmer, um, elements throughout this piece. Um, it's about, um, a Jewish ghetto in world war two. Um, so there's a lot of klezmer elements within that. Oh, okay. So, Louis, when you mentioned that you're writing a musical, so that means you're writing all the music, all the lyrics, all all of the dialogue for the the, the play, everything. Then, um, no, I'm I'm collaborating with a with the lyricist and playwright. So, okay. Um, yeah. So the song, uh, the song, shattered brain. I collaborated with uh, the playwright Justin Giacchetti, okay. who wrote the lyrics and the book. Um, I wrote the music and the orchestrations. Okay, so you you pretty much so I mean, as you, for the most part, then what you do is write mu mu music, then compose mu music. Uh, do you, you sometimes do the lyrics or? Um. Yeah, I've I've written lyrics before. Um, I'm working on something now. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I, I'm thinking um, it might be a chamber opera. Um, it might turn into a concept album um, similar to, like, you know, music by The Who um, or Steely Dan, some sort of concept album. Um, and I wrote, I wrote the lyrics um, for that. I also wrote the music. Oh, so I mean, we're we're are we talking like uh, like something like Tommy or a rock opera? Or? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Um, but I'm I'm not quite sure yet. I'm still. I mean, I have I have the lyrics already written. I mean, you know, of course, I might tweak things or add or remove or something. But I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to use these lyrics for. Um, but it's the first time I've. Um, written lyrics to that extent. Oh, so so yeah, you have these lyrics, and yeah, you have to see how that you can incorporate them then into the the the, the, the this play or this uh, rock opera, huh? Mm -hmm, exactly. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's that's great. That yeah, yeah, you could. And we we mentioned uh, you know that you play in all the different. Uh, you mentioned that you even had a chance. Uh, to go, uh, you know, over overseas, and I mean, it seems like like yeah. uh, you you have a lot of opportunities to take your music, not just on the internet, which we'll talk about, but literally in the countries themselves in person. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of opportunities have been given to me, and a lot of opportunities I've found myself. Um, you know, I'm super lucky. The high school I went to. Um, had a fantastic music program, um, and I was 
I was shown many, you know, I was given many opportunities to do things, um, such as conduct my piece on our, on our tour, as I mentioned earlier. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you, you, you do uh, con conducting, uh, too, so that, that, that's great. You, you know, have all these great uh, ta talents, and uh, you, you're able to, so that, that must be uh, fun to actually conduct the music that you, you write, huh? So much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Um, it's, uh, it's fun to conduct my music, for sure. There are definitely times where I like um, stepping down and asking someone else to do it so I can just sit back and listen because um, I'm like super duper picky. Um, there are definitely um, some times in high school where um, I was granted like a, um, a chance to record a piece with the orchestra by high school. Um, and I look back and I was thinking, you know, maybe I should have should have had the teacher conduct, you know, because the students respond to them better um, and we would have gotten more accomplished. But um, it definitely is so fulfilling to conduct my own music or, or other music. I love I love conducting. It's definitely something I would pursue as a career. Okay, Louis. So we want to talk a little about, you know, we mentioned about the uh, Internet. And uh, so first of all, you have a website. I do. Um, yeah, my website is www.lewisjosephson.com. So, Lewis, L-O-U-I-S, Josephson, J-O-S-E-P-H-S-O-N.com. And you obviously have a uh, Facebook uh, page. That's where I had the pleasure on or of finding you. So you can, so you yeah. just search Lewis Josephson or how do I guess? Yeah, um, I mean, you can go through my website and all of my other links can be found on there. Um, if you just Google my name, it'll come up, um, you know, Lewis Josephson Music um, or Lewis Josephson Composer, either one should work. Okay, and now the, the question, Lewis, is uh, everyone's probably interested in actually seeing, the, the, you know, what we're all talking about. So your YouTube channel, do you have one? Is there some good videos on there? Yeah, sure. I have a YouTube channel. Um, this can also be found um, by just typing my name on YouTube. I don't have, like, a special, like, YouTube link or anything. Um so you can you can just find me if you if you look up my name. It can also be found on my website. Oh, great! And uh, so so yeah, you so you have certain um, things or or, or, or so, like you conducting on YouTube or what? What's there then? Yeah, there's a couple things there. Um, well, m more recently, there are a lot of virtual performances of my pieces. Um, Definitely something I've um, been tackling a lot lately is um, production, um, video and audio editing, um, having to, you know, put together all the little screens um, of everyone playing their parts, um, trying to do that in a creative way. Um, and, you know, audio editing, the same way, you know, audio engineers would, you know, work with live musicians um, in the in the studio. I've been doing that virtually and remotely. 
There are also um, videos of me performing my pieces. Um, a lot of just recordings of other people performing my pieces. There are a few large ensemble recordings on there, some chamber pieces. Um, I think that should be it. Um, uh, I don't think there's any, there's nothing else that I do. <laughs> I don't I don't teach any math lessons or anything on on YouTube. It's all it's all just my music. Oh, okay. And now, as far as you know, speaking of uh, the, the the music, then I mean, are you on any of these like uh, streaming sites or Google or Apple or anything or? Um. No, I'm not. Um, I'm actually not. Um, okay. Maybe one. Maybe one day. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't have any. Um, anything that I would put on there yet. Um, right. Right. I actually plan on recording my musical relapse, the musical, professionally in a studio, sometime soon. So that's something I would definitely put on a streaming platform once it's ready. Okay. Okay, uh, Lewis, and now the question before we uh, go go here. Uh, you know, we, we mentioned that you're at Juilliard now. You're you're young. You have the, the world ahead of you. Your future is, is bright. So, I mean, right now, music is pretty much, you know, composing is, is pretty much, you know, what you're going to do the rest of your life. That's the direction you're going to take then? Absolutely. Yeah, there, I, I would not be happy doing anything else. Oh, great. So, I mean, as far as, uh, you, you know, future goals is to, you know, maybe write for more or maybe write for Broadway <laughs> when it gets going again, huh? That's, that's the goal, yes. Oh, yeah. great. Absolutely. Oh, great. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to. So, yeah, and, and as far as if anybody would like, you know, to contact you and say the music's great or have any more questions, they could contact you through your website or? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they can also they can also email me. Um, you have my email, so. Yeah, yeah. We... At lewisjosephson.com. Uh, Great, and uh, so I mean, do you have like a, a mailing list, or I mean, if somebody wants to keep uh, you know informed about what you're doing, is there a, a good way to do that? Or um, I actually don't have a mailing list, um, <clears throat> but I think that the best way is um, you know I I post um, you know when pieces are. I have a, a new recording of a piece or something. I, I post it on my YouTube, my website. Um, so I think that's the best way. I've never, I've never considered doing a mailing list. It's not a bad idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we hope that you know everyone you know will check out your website. Okay, Lewis. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? No, I'm just. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for for having me do this. It was such a, such a pleasure. Okay. Uh, and if you could give your website one final time, please. Yes. Uh, yeah, my website is www.louisjoseph.com. Uh, -E -E com. 
Okay, my guest has been Lewis jo Josephson, and you've been listening to What's Up America with Mike uh, Kara, and please catch us again next time. Okay, that sounded good.